It's Monday, April. No, it's not April. It's geez, it's May. <laughs> it's May. Yeah. Yes. Our first show of May twenty-two, May second, twenty twenty-two. It is uh, like nine o'clock in the East Coast. It's like uh, eight o'clock down in Mexico. It's like six o'clock in California. It's like three in the morning or something like that over there in the UK. And <laughs> yeah. whatever time it is in your corner of the world. You've tuned into. You may have not done it by intent, but regardless, you're on the Andy and Amanda Show, coast to coast live here on Block Talk Radio. Our number to join us the next hour is 515-605-9888. You're certainly welcome to join the show, anybody. Talk about what you'd like to. It's kind of free form Monday here. How are we doing, guys? Girls, what's going on? Uh, I'm yeah, doing great. I'm I had bad go here in the East Coast. Oh, my gosh, it's killing me. <laughs> Oh boy, yeah. things cold off down there in Mexico, Amanda. Uh, no, no, my darling, it, it's um overheating here, sweetie. Um, I'm just I can't cool down. I literally have to take a cold, cold, cold shower mm. um, to try and cool off. Oh boy, <laughs> uh, my goodness. Yeah, so I've had a banging, banging headache with the heat, but um, yeah, it's, it's you know. Um, I think it's where it's changing so much. The, it's going up, down, up, down with the, yeah, the weather. It's not one consistent yeah. temperature. And then it's it's going to be a mega hot week. Apparently, we're going to get up to 105 here. So. Holy yeah. smokes. I, I start, you know, it gets to be that hot. I start, uh, I start like, fumbling around, bumping into things. It almost seems to fall in the face. Yeah, you know, like that. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, it's beautiful. 70s, um, beautiful breeze, blue skies, Southern California weather, man. Yeah, the life. Oh, you know, yes. living live the living the dream, you know, living the dream. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you bet, you bet. What's been going yeah. on with you guys? You had a great weekend. Yeah, oh, I had a. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think what I did. I don't think anything. <laughs> well, I did the performance. The show. I did. My God, perform- yeah. Perform- <laughs> yeah, I um, I played a festival on Saturday, the uh, Eclectic Music Fest, uh, and uh, boy, what was that great, man? There must have been I don't know, fifty, sixty different musicians on stages all over South Pasadena. It was a great festival. I enjoyed my my show. It was a lot of fun to get back out and play in front of the audience again. But just as much fun was walking around the festival and checking out all the other different bands, singer songwriters, and different types of eclectic, eclectic music from jazz to Broadway to to uh, Latin and and uh, um, you know, a little oh, of everything, fun. classical. Oh, you know, yeah, and it was so great, yeah. and uh, and I had a good turnout. It was so much fun, and and to play in front of a pretty much a, what ended up being a pretty packed house, and um, it was it was it was great. Just love it, and it it kind of reminds me when I get out there and do what I do. Um, it, it you know I know why I do it, and that's what I do. You know, I, and I know why I do it. It's like who I am. It's what I do. And uh, and you know you get you, you you you've been away from it for so long. You know I played a little couple things here and there, um, but you stay away from it for as long as 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 a lot of professional musicians have because of COVID, and then you yeah. get back into it. You're up on stage again, and uh, man, it just whoa. You know, it just things fly. You know, you're just like man. The, my my biggest thing was going into it. I you know it's kind of like I'm like why why do today what you could put off till tomorrow. And I yes. know I haven't played out live a whole show, and and well, actually I played a show 
about a month ago or so, I think I played her. Yeah, I played the song splash thing. But for the most part, my wonder is if I'm able to get through a whole set regarding knowing the songs and knowing the words because, you know, I think the songs in my head I might want to play. I don't have a set list. I play whatever comes to mind at the time. And yeah. and it's funny because I tell the story about, you know, I've got a lot of guitars and each guitar has has a story to tell. You know, all the guitars have, have a history and a story. And the problem is when you get up on stage, if the uh, if the guitar starts telling the story before it tells you what the words are to that story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I understand. yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, 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 Andy, what do the guitars be saying to you when you're on stage? Mm. A good night, Irene. Irene, good night. Good night, Irene. Irene. Should, should I keep going? Irene, good night. this song, Irene, from a friend of ours. His name was Hudie Ledbetter. He called himself Leadbelly, king of the 12-string guitar. Some people thought he was the greatest folk singer that ever lived in America. We knew him best as a rememberer of folk songs, and he taught us dozens of them, especially Irene. This was his theme song, and he sang it for over 30 years before he died. Well, he died before Irene got to be known to so many millions of Americans. Hudie had a hard and wonderful life. It's over now but his songs are still very much alive. Good night, Irene. Good night, Irene. I'll see you in my dreams. Last Saturday night, I got married. Me and my Good night, Irene. Thank you. Uh, and um, <laughs> I guess oh, my man, favorite... The... Lord, are, you... <laughs> <laughs> are you drinking... Uh, I I gotta tell you, um, I had a hit song. I don't know if, if I don't know if many people know I have a hit. Um, do you know I have a hit? Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Me. I'm, I'm gonna. I got a recording over oh, here somewhere. Yeah. I'm gonna play. Here's me uh, Saturday at the Eclectic Music Fest, and the one, and the two, and. Uh... <laughs> Thank you. Start spreading the news. You bet. Thank you. I'm leaving. So I, I got on stage with my guitar and I put that on. I just mimed the words, you know. Yeah, and then my second song. I have my whole set list right here. This is my second song. Mr. Trouble never hangs around. Thank you. When he hears this mighty Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> I got my whole set list right here, man. We've been waiting Thank you. I, I got I, I got one in my hand. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Stay with me. This is for you, Amanda. Oh, 
favorite part of the song right here. You know what they're saying, buddy, Chase? Oh, no. life in my body, I shall continue in that spirit. We should be speaking. Hey. Yes, we should be. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, are these fucking know. people kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> hey. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yes, so it was, uh, I've been having a lot of fun. And of course, uh, I, I got to play my encore song. I got a great encore I did the other night. I got a recording of it right here. Wait, it was great. They, they, they just ate me up. They, they forced me back on stage, and I began to. The crowd went nuts. They went crazy. They went absolutely nuts. And I went right to my encore. I went right to my encore. We're caught in a trap. Oh, boy. Because I love you too much, baby. Yeah. Knock it off. Yeah. All right, jeez, you know, I'm just trying to, you know. Bravo. 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 Yeah. Oh, very good, and very that, good. I mean, did you know that uh, uh, that uh, Cornell has been singing a lot down there uh, in Delaware, man? He's, he's, he's not going to... Yeah, yeah. Really? I got a record, yeah, I got a recording of Cornell right here. Wait, let me, let me do this. Oh, Please, I got let me get Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! What do we do with a drunken sailor? What do Come on, I would, I would. For this big deal, it takes three minutes, give him an orgasm, then go to oh. sleep. Thank you. Oh. That's me. Oh, my gosh, I had a great time. Oh. That's really <laughs> Two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. What? I had a weekend, man. I was <laughs> sipping some everything, and I had a good time. I was living a David Lee Roth lifestyle. Oh. <laughs> What were you? Um, you said you were sipping everything. You had um, lots of different yeah, drinks. Yeah, well, actually, my favorite drink is Corona and whiskey. Jack Daniels, that is. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. That sounds yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> wow! I, um, yeah, over here is the you know how the trees and everything is like growing. I'm not changing the subject. The trees are growing. Yes, I you are. <laughs> Actually, that's how my nose feels. (laughs) And you got me on point. That's how my nose feels right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, Black Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be back. Yeah. Another week of the Andy.
Indian Amanda show. How they going to put up yeah. with this for another week? Our numbers, folks, are like uh, I checked them over the weekend. I got to tell you, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know how we're doing it or why we're doing it for that matter, but we're doing it. And, and our numbers are going up significantly. Um, really? It's pretty – yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't from, negative, from negative seven to negative five, we're doing all right, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they really oh. are. They're, they're, they're uh, well, thank pretty you cool. to like, our, uh, our supporters and listeners. That means a lot to us that you're, you're supporting. Thank you, <laughs> yeah, it, it really does. It really does. And even our live numbers are, are, are getting up there. And um, it's, you know, welcome. Welcome one and all to the Andy Demandia Show. That's we're doing great. this for you. We just have, we're just, you know, you're flying away. We have a conversation here. We enjoy it. We keep it light, keep it easy, keep it fun. And uh, that's the way, you know, talk radio was meant to be, I think, just kind of, you know, have conversation. Yeah. And, and you certainly are welcome to join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 p.m. Uh, that's New York time, whatever time that is, wherever you are. And uh, we have an hour, sometimes an hour and a half, but mostly an hour show. And, um, you know, join the show. We're up. Um, we are up like, uh, let me check the stats here real quick. Just just, That's so, That's just <laughs> so our audience knows, so they, so they don't have to change the dial or, or exit out of this podcast if you're listening to their show after a live program. Um, we're up 49.7%. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've had yeah, really uh it really is something. And I'm impressed. Yeah. Did did was Norway was Norway um part of our live audience previously? I don't remember, but but Norway showed yeah. up here pretty Norway was, right? It was Neverland. Because Neverland, Norway is yeah. uh, <laughs> Norway's on the map now and I, I don't I guess it may have been, but uh, welcome aboard. You may have been there for a while, but I don't remember, so you know. Yeah, I, I think they were, but I'm not sure. Yeah, and if anybody again wants to join us, that number. The number! 
like, it's, like I said, it's a different world being here than it is in the UK because yeah. on, on one hand, okay, and I expressed this to, to Bella the other day, we were trying to sort some, some um, stuff out on the phone regarding mm-hmm. um, internet and all sorts of things that we had to sort out. So, um, and I, I expressed how life here is kind of fast, fast paced in one sense that everybody is, you know, busy working 24 seven and trying to make a life for themselves. And yep. on the other hand, in terms of business, everything is slower than mm. it is yep. in the UK. Yeah. Like to, to get like a, um, an issue resolved take, can take up to weeks. And yep. it, yeah, yeah, seriously. And I was absolutely stunned at the time it's taken to, to resolve like one issue and, the, the rate that um, banks and companies work here is slightly different than in the U.S. and the U.K., where everything is so much more on it, you know, instant. And um, so that's that's interesting to see that. And um, like I I've seen and, and witnessed and and fellows often expressed that you know people won't say hello here unless you say hello first. So you get the you do get people yeah you do get people will see you and smile and say hello. But on 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 a kind of average general, you walk around and people won't necessarily say hello to you until you say it first, and then they'll communicate with you. So it's kind of like it's that interesting. Like Philadelphia. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I say that sounds like Philadelphia. Don't don't I was going to say in the UK, you can go up to somebody and say hello, and there's no guarantees they'll say it back. So they're probably a little bit more friendlier here than they are in the UK, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, it's 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 a, it's a different world and it's interesting. And I, I don't. Um, there's nothing here that truly bothers me because you know you can go to some countries and you think, oh, this is nice, but I I can't deal with this. There's there's nothing that I've experienced so far that's made me think or feel that at all. Um, it's a, it's a different pace of life and a different quality of life, and it's it's fascinating to be part of it. I think. And um, yeah, and, I mean you got the food, so come on, you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you, do they have bacon down there? Bacon? Yeah, do they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> what made you ask hmm. that? <laughs> yeah, you know, I have a question. Do they have, do you do you guys in, in Mexico, when you're in Mexico, mm. do they yeah. have like, is, is their diet like Mexican foods, like burritos, taquitos, tajitos, tajitos, oh, excuse me, yeah, um, but you know what I mean? Do they, do they eat uh, like the tacos and the burritos and the uh, tostitos um, on oh, a regular basis? Oh, eating all of, all of those things all the time here. Um, so that so when they say Mexican yeah. food, like here in North America, um, yeah. then that truly is a, a typical Mexican meal. Would be like a, a taco, a tostito, a burrito, you know, something along those lines. They, that, that yeah, that's real. Although, then. That's, Mm-hmm. You don't really yeah. see many or, or see many places here, especially here in Montreal, I'm not sure about other parts of Mexico, selling burritos. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. you, you mainly got the taquitos and, did I say that right? Taquitos, yeah. And, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, different types of tacos and, and I bet many, great. many I bet other they meals. Must be inc- I bet they're great down there. I bet yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it's yeah. just beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you've got the kind of fast food industry's version of, Mexican food, and it's nothing compared to what it truly really? is in, in Mexico. So it, it's... The stereotype, right? Yeah, it's like, I mean, come on, it's, it's like going to McDonald's for a burger and then going to a real uh, restaurant and having a burger, you know, with the quality meat and 
you know, a better salad and, and better cheese and all that kind of thing. That's the comparison that I can make. Wow. It, that's, that's how hmm. I see it. If you go to somewhere like Taco Bell, sure, you're getting some nice tacos, but you won't get the same quality as a, eating a traditional taco meal here in Mexico. So, um, hmm. yeah, it, it's, it's beautiful to experience all these foods. And especially when, you know, they got people making these meals from home. The homemade Mexican meals are incredible. Absolutely mm, incredible. God, oh, gosh. Wow. Yeah. I, what, what, what do you eat for breakfast? Uh, it depends. I mean, um, various things. Um, I guess where I've come from the UK to here, so I've kind of been eating some, some things from the UK um, and cooking it for, for Bella and I, and then Bella will cook up um, various things for, for breakfast. I'm trying to think. We, we, we have... Um, Chilaquiles, I, I think okay. that's how you pronounce it. And um, see, I'm terrible at pronouncing these these Mexican dishes. I, I instantly forget what they are. Um, but there's there's all sorts. I mean, we do stuff with eggs and and add in the salsa and and the the Mexican beans and you know um, the cheese and um, mm. um, enchiladas. You know, uh, mm. the list goes on. She's helping mm. me out, bless her. She's in the room and she's helping me out. <laughs> Bella, Sorry? Bella, yes. Bella. Yes. Well, guess what I had for breakfast this morning? What's that? Captain Crunch. Woo. <laughs> you know, Ooh. on hot, hot days like this, I'm actually enjoying having the yogurt with the fruit and, like, raisins and coconut yeah. and oats and... Um, you know, all that good stuff. All that's yummy for breakfast. I don't eat breakfast. I have coffee. That's it. And, and Oh, I, you're one of those. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually don't eat, uh, for example, I just, just before you on the air, I had a couple of, uh, speaking of burritos, I had a couple of chicken burritos. Um, and, um, yeah, and I, you know, uh, pre-packaged. They're good. Trader Joe's, man. Really good. But anyway, um, Nice. Uh, and so that's the first thing I had to eat all day today. I had a couple cups of coffee and um, this morning, and I'll go, you know, large part of the day because I either don't get hungry. I usually just don't get hungry or, or I just get tied up and, you know, busy doing things, and, and I don't really think about food that much. And then when I'm yeah. finished, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm kind of hungry. You know, the, as the evening or the day wears down or whatever, you know. Uh, I'd say I was busy in the studio all day with our good friend, uh, Kevin Michaels, Aww. And uh, that was a great. Oh, I haven't seen him since. Sir. It's been about a month, and it was great to get to go with Kevin again and, and, and start working on some projects. And uh, great, great guy. You know what a what a good guy. What a good guy. And you know, I think yes. we might we might want to do if I can find it because a lot of people don't know who Kevin Michaels is. And I was thinking about doing some music on today's show and thinking, what should we play for all these people? What should we do? And. Um, <laughs> And because I was uh, working with Kevin all day, I figured maybe it would be kind of cool to play a a Kevin Michaels uh, song. Um, cool. Why not? Here's yeah. Down Down Home Georgia, charted number three, um, and top number one. Excuse me, for three weeks in country, number one song in country, and not only in country but also on the indie charts. So, power charts the. National radio charts and the indie charts. Kevin Michaels' number one song, Down Home Georgia, here on the Andy Nemanja Show.
Good friend yeah. Kevin Michaels, Andy Miranda Show, Block Talk Radio. It is Monday. It is another hour of the Andy Miranda Show. We're going to bring on our special guest who joins us a lot of Mondays from Hawaii, Chet Gardner. I think he's been holding patiently here. If I can oh, chime him in. Hey, Chet, you with us? I think I hit the right button. Are you with us? Maybe I didn't hit the right button. <laughs> hello, hello. Man, are you there? You might be here. I thought I heard something. Hello, huh? Huh? Hello. Huh? Huh? Hello? Ted Garner. Oh, everything. Do you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, you know, where is he? I think it's a... It's a Democrat hoax. No, no. Yeah. Oh. Uh, anyway. Bless him. If you can bless right. him, come join anyway. the show. Anyway. Ted, what you really, you know what I'm saying? Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, man. 
<laughs> but Chet is a accomplished musician himself. For those of you who are just joining us now, joined us uh, a lot of Mondays here on the show. He's been a regular caller, good friend of ours, and he's a uh, very accomplished musician, singer, songwriter, been around in that music folk biz for a very long time. And um, he's and he produces and plays and writes and uh, man of many talents. And it's great having him on here when he joins us and um, when he. Uh, Hello, hello, are are you 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 here 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 here? I I don't know here here you 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 you. Anyway, bless him. Our number is five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. Anybody can join the Andy Amanda Show. We got to pick up the phone, and dial that number. You can also email us at andyamandashow at gmail dot com. All our social media is like the same thing. You just kind of Google Andy and Amanda Show and. A bunch of things come up, you know. A lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff. Nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no, 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 that um, a uh, that the, the Russians are bombing um, schools in Ukraine. What? What? What kind of? Yeah, I know. Uh, and uh, 220 Ukrainian children have been killed since the start of the Russian invasion, and 1,570 educational institutions have been destroyed or damaged by shelling. Oh yeah. my goodness! And a 14-year-old boy was just killed. A 14-year-old teenager, you know. And um, Zelensky, the uh, uh, president of Ukraine, said, uh, "What did these children and the dormitory that they blew up threaten the Russian state with? What did they? What? 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 Mm. You know, it, wow. you know I, 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 I kind of, you know, I haven't really been tied into the news of what's going on over there. I know there's a horrific war going on, and I know that we're we're helping us. Uh, most of the free world is helping Ukraine by supplying uh, food and military arms and uh, that kind of support. But you wonder, mm-hmm. you just wonder, and I'm advocating this, but you wonder at what point, you know, when they start purposely, purposely blowing up schools and civilian targets, apartment buildings, places where they're, um, hospitals, places where they know it's it's yeah. written it's so big, they see it in space where it says children are here. Um and they and they target those places. Uh, at what point does the free world step in and say, you know what, you know, we, you crossed a, a a pretty big line here, and there's got to be a point where, where I want. There has to be. I just wonder. I wonder if there's a point where if we step up, uh, however we can. I'm not saying we put boots on the ground, but um, we can put planes in the air. We can do something, and without attacking Russia, just defending that country, and without attacking Russia, just protecting yeah. them. I um, guess they're trying to play it safe, aren't they? Really, with you know. Well, the word about Russia yeah, interpreting that as a as a military move against them when exactly. it wouldn't really be. All we're doing is protecting a sovereign nation, and you're, where you're killing men, women, and children, innocent people, innocent kids. Mm. You know, fourteen year old teenager was killed today. A kid. You know, they blew up the school, they blew up a dormitory, they're building, they're blowing up places where they know people are sheltering, waiting uh, to be ev- ev- evacuated group by group by group. There was one um, place in um, Mark Pole or Cole, whatever you call it, where um, they started evacuating people yesterday, and they're scheduled for another evacuation today. And now there's a plume of smoke over that facility. It's a big steel plant. 
Oh my goodness. And uh, that is awful. You know, it really is unreal. It's hard being a bystander, isn't it? And just it, it witnessing is. all this craziness going on in the world. That's, and like you said, we, it, it would be wonderful if we could step in and just so freely defend them. Because I'm sure if that was the case, it was so easy to do. We'd all be there. I mean, we've, we've tried, haven't we, in many ways to try and be that without any kind of mistaken um, move uh, mm-hmm. received uh, you know, mm-hmm. by Putin himself and seeing it as, okay, well, mm-hmm. yeah, you want to go to war? Let's do it. Um, I mean, it's not like you were there saying... Um, I am Dracula, and I welcome you to my house. Well, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't believe, I can't believe doing that to children, man, and, and people, man. That's unbelievable. Bro. That's, oh, my gosh. It's a shame. Mm. It is. Yeah. It really is, and and, and okay. what, and we and we are, we're, we're, of course, we're supplying Ukraine with the weaponry and the defense mechanisms that they're using to do a very, very uh, commendable job. And you know, Russia has experienced tremendous, you know, significant casualty uh, as a result of their actions. And uh, and you you got to hand it to the men and, and women and, and you know the, the army of of Ukraine. I mean, they they are committed to you know to be. However long it takes, last man standing, wherever it's going to be, they're there to defend their country. And you just wonder, um, the free world, NATO, United States, um, okay, we're there watching all this. We're reading the headlines. We have reporters, you know, CNN, all, all the news networks are there covering this live. And those reporters are putting their very own lives on the line. Of course, we know, have heard stories of journalists getting killed as well. And, yes. uh, but the question is, when you see all this and you read the headlines, okay, fourteen-year-old kid got killed, uh, two hundred twenty children got killed, fifteen hundred seventy-two educational institutions destroyed, places of shelter, apartment buildings are being uh, deliberately tar- targeted. Um, when when do we say do we just sit by and, and and keep giving him arms or whatever? In the meantime, the Russians are doing what they're doing. Do we just sit here and say and read the news? And that's and that's it, or because we know we have the ability to come in and put a stop to it right now. We we do have that ability. And yeah. um, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I understand that it's not. We have no agreement with you know Ukraine, like in NATO, where we're you know the, you, you touch this land, you die. Um, we don't have that with Ukraine. Um, and I understand that it will be a pretty precarious situation to step in regarding uh, our, our relationship with Russia and how they might retaliate our involvement there or the Western world's uh, involvement there, so to speak. But I, I want. I don't know. I, I kind of am t- I'm tossed. I, I don't know how I yeah. feel about it. You know, one side of me is going, I would never want to go to war. I'm, I'm anti-war, anti-gun, anti all that stuff. Um, but uh, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm kind of I'm kind of yeah. You know, I mean, from that you know. perspective, Andy, it's, it's difficult, yeah. isn't it? Because you want to protect yeah. those innocents that you know uh, that are being killed and hurt, and and so what do you do to protect them without using those those means that we're so yeah. against? So it, it is difficult um, in that type of situation. I get it, and I mean, it just seems to me that he's uh, Putin. That is, is mm-hmm. a bit of a, a wild card. Uh, uh, he appears to me kind of like a loose cannon sometimes. You know, yeah. like I, I don't think it would take much for him to go. Okay, yeah. Let, mm-hmm. Let's fucking do this. Let's fucking do this. You want a world war? Yeah, I'll give you a world war. Mm-hmm. Um, That's great. And I just mm-hmm. pray that you know that it 
things didn't come to well, that. Well, you know, got the back love war. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> the guy that's sitting in the back love war. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, with these talk, he's thinking about the Empire striking back. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you come here? I, I, well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we need to send over Dr. Ruth for some sex advice for him because, you know, the whole, go back to the 60s, make love, not war. I think that's very common. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> I'm on the show. I asked her to come on the show. Really? Oh. Yeah. And, uh, wow. And she said, and she's she said, going to have good sex for the rest of her life. Well, <laughs> and then guess Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's just a you know it's catastrophe. It is. It is. So, what do you think about um, Elon Musk buying Twitter? Uh, I, I tw- uh, oh, let me see if I can get the, hold that thought just for a second because I think uh, okay. Chet Chet is trying one more time. Let's see if we make it work this time. Let's see. Hello, hello, Chet. You on with us? Hello, guys. There Aloha. he is. Can you hear me? We, can yeah, you hear we got me you now. now. Yeah, yeah, we've been trying to get you on here and. Uh, we haven't heard you. Haven't heard you. But welcome aboard, man. Yeah, good to have you. Yeah. How you doing? It was raining like it was a major thunderstorm here, so I couldn't wow. even couldn't even wow. hear anything. So. Oh, bless you. Hey, chat. Talking wow. of thunderstorms, Mexico. Right, uh, the place I'm in in Mexico had a tremendous thunderstorm the other night. Now, I, I we get obviously thunderstorms in the UK, but this was our kind of tame compared to what I experienced here. So <laughs> we were, it's it so funny. We literally just got off this show and it was perfect timing because the power went out, everything went down. Um, really? I, I nearly had a heart attack in the kitchen. No, <laughs> no. Basically what happened was the heavens opened up. Okay, the rain came down with hailstones and these winds just came rushing through. Obviously, it was like tornado kind of winds, okay? And um, <laughs> I'd never mm-hmm. seen anything like it start so quickly. The temperature, I mean, it's boiling hot here, just went ice cold. And then all of a sudden, these massive bangs and all these continuous flashing like a strobe light outside. I was like, whoa! Got the camera, started recording. And... Um, mm. I, no, do you know what? I absolutely love thunderstorms. They thrill me. I'm that type of person. So, and I'm, I went, I'm I went, with you. Yeah? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went into the kitchen, and I was like, you know, I'm really hungry, because, you know, I always get an appetite after coming off the show. I don't know what that is. But, um, so I'm like, I'm going to make a sandwich. Do you want a sandwich? And I'm about to grab the stuff to make a sandwich, and there was this massive crack of thunder and lightning, and the power went off, and I literally, off the floor, maybe half a foot. <laughs> that's a good job God. I was cutting, cutting up vegetables and stuff and, and all salad stuff for a sandwich at that point <laughs> I've always had a thing for thunderstorms I've always oh yeah I've always I've always oh. had a thing for thunderstorms oh mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> that kind of thing right <laughs> is that Dr. Ruth heading for the Ukraine over in the background <laughs> yeah. yeah oh my goodness well I'm scared of thunderstorms I go in the basement no. <laughs> oh. The best ones were in Tucson. Right? I'm lightning hit my parents' house and it hit me. It was like, boom! Oh, my and God. And, and ever since I was a kid, I've been scared of thunderstorms. Well, yeah, that's a legit reason to be scared of a thunderstorm. I mean, 
you know, my my uh, um, PE teacher told a horrific story at school once when we were just, I was about 13, 14, and we had this massive school field at the back of the school for, like, uh, playing rugby, hockey, you know, football, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, there's this big tree, big oak tree, right towards the, the middle of this field. It's been there for, I don't know, hundreds of years. So we, we were approaching up by this tree, and it starts, you know, getting really gray. You can hear these rumbles in the distance, and the PE teacher's right, right, okay, come on, everybody, get the gear together, let's get back in. And he said, um, everybody was complaining at this point. We was like, no, let us stay out, it's hot, you know, let's carry on. He's like, no, no, we've got to go in, it's dangerous. He said, let me tell you a story. He said, um, many years ago, there was kids out on this very field, and uh, they were all playing uh, football. And a storm came over, and this one poor boy got struck by lightning as they were trying to get all the kids into the school. And the way he described it, and it was just horrific. It scared the crap out of me, and I've never forgotten that, ever. I always think back to that whenever we get a thunderstorm now, my, my PE teacher telling that story. You know, it was just, um, this kid was just so excited. He was just like, no, nah, I'm going to hang around and get all the stuff off the field and then just, you know, follow everybody in. And unfortunately, mm. the lightning struck him and he died. Um, oh, my just, God. I don't blame yeah. anybody for that. Well, no. good, you know. <laughs> I mean, what, the chances of lightning oh striking somebody are very, very, very slim, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very slim, really. Unbelievable. Well, well but it remember happened. Lee Trevino, the golfer? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, well, he, he used to have, have a joke where he'd said, you know, whenever there was a thunderstorm around, he'd hold up a one iron because only God can hit, God, not even God can hit a one iron. <laughs> but, uh, but the funny thing is, is he got hit by lightning on a golf course. Wow. Twice. Oh, my goodness. Twice. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Did he win? But uh, <laughs> he, he won a lot. Yeah, he won mm. 21 tournaments, I guess. Mm. Uh, mm. I was surprised But the great thunderstorms were in Tucson. When I was living in Tucson, we could walk oh. out some evenings during the monsoon, and there would be 360 degrees all the way around of, on the mountains. Mm. And hills, and we were in a kind of a valley in a bunch of mountains and hills, and the lightning would be all the way around. So you get a light show of lightning all the way around, just standing in the middle of the street or taking a walk after dinner. It's really cool. Wow. I think the weirdest thing I've seen is um, when I was uh, staying with my mum, and uh, she said, Oh, there's, there's thunder. Can you hear it? And I was like, no. And then she said, oh, no, it's not thunder. It was just like this massive lorry going past. But the chances were, actually, that after this lorry had passed, um, she went out the, the, the front of the house um, to speak to her neighbor briefly because she needed to speak to her. And then she called me. She said, man, man, come here. I said, what? She said, come here, look at this. I said, what? So she points over in this, this um, one direction and sit literally just this one part of the sky, nowhere else, just one specific spot of the sky, had red flashes of light, a thunder, well, not thunder, but the lightning. And mm-hmm. this, this carried on. I was sitting out there watching the whole thing with her for about 45 minutes. It didn't shift really? position. I, yeah, it was weird. It didn't shift position. It didn't change in size. 
it was continuous with these red flashes and it was definitely lightning. It wasn't kind of like anything set up where it was strobing red lightning. They wow. wanted to do it very quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. But um, yeah, I can explain mm, most that. Most lightning is, is, happens within the cloud. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's it, my I friend who was a... How do lightning... How is lightning created? It's a difference in friction between air, moving air masses. It's like uh, you, you've, it's like a rubbing your hand against something to get you get a shock. And and uh, here's the interesting thing: I'm growing up, used to see like the light, the sky kind of lighting up, and people say, "Oh, heat lightning! That's heat lightning," because you wouldn't you wouldn't see any rain right over you or nearby. Um, mm. There's no such thing as heat lightning. It doesn't exist. So if you see lightning, that means there's a thunderstorm happening somewhere. Lightning occurs in a thunderstorm at the most mature point of a thunderstorm's life. You'll see uh, lightning, and it's a result of extremely fast columns of air moving up and down against each other, and it's that incredible friction that creates lightning. So whenever you, uh, whenever you see lightning, that means it is raining somewhere. If, if, it's no, if there's no... You can't have lightning without a thunderstorm. The two mm-hmm. going in hand. So, and not only that, but you won't see lightning in a thunderstorm unless it is raining at that, at that mature stage of the storm. And tops of a thunderstorm can reach as high as 55,000 feet, believe it or not. You know, can imagine wow. that. Anyone else is kind of cool? People see clouds. This is also a myth. People see clouds, and they see, and they see gray clouds. Oh, it's going to rain. It's a storm cloud. Oh, it's gray. But clouds don't have a color. They're actually don't they're clouds is like fog. It's you know, what you see is refraction of light, which makes yeah. clouds appear to be white or makes them gray. And what happens when you see a gray cloud is that the cloud is so vertically thick that light cannot penetrate it all the way and that's why it appears to be darker than a white cloud. But clouds there's no such there's no difference in color between a gray cloud or a white cloud. They're the same. It's just one is thicker than the other. Right. Just, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've flown on approaches, you know, beautiful, smooth, clear, beautiful, and then you see this uh, white deck. It looks like a whole huge flat plane of white, smooth clouds, and, you, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, boy, because you know it's beneath all that stuff when it might – the tops might be at seven or 8,000 feet, and the bottoms are down around 200 feet visibility, quarter mile or a mile of blowing snow or rain. And you know about what you're about to get into as soon as you go into that cloud layer of what the rest of that trip's going to be like. And when you break out of this beautiful, beautiful flight, you know, you're up there, it's gorgeous, and you're that white, beautiful deck you're about to penetrate. As you go, start descending and descending and descending, and, the, and it gets darker and darker and darker and darker. Oh, um, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's scary. <laughs> When you fly planes, right, and it get real darker and darker, could you re- could you see? I mean, or do the um, what takes over the airplane to make you know make it fly right? Well, you can see, and and you can manually manually fly the plane. I used to like to fly uh, just to stay with it. I mean, you know, you could push buttons and have it. The airplane can do everything all by itself. Even land, many airplanes can land by themselves. Um, but to stay, you know, I used to I I was a pilot because I like to fly. So what I used to do is is pretty much not all the time but pretty much fly the airplane manually up to 10,000 feet and take over out of 10,000 feet. Many pilots won't turn the autopilot off until they're on short final approach, and they have the autopilot. I mean, they're, they're commanding the autopilot what to do by inputs in the navigation system, and, the air, and all the approaches are like figure, uh, figure highways or roads in the sky uh, through navigation fixes, and the 
programs have all these fixes and these roads in the sky built into them. So the airplane will fly that, that uh, what they call arrival route or standard terminal arrival route or standard instrument departure route, whatever it might be. Um, mm. They fly them all by themselves. And then you're on final approach. You know, you're just maybe a, a half a mile or a mile from the runway, if that, and you click the little button on your control wheel and it, you hear going, that means the, 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 uh, the autopilot is off and you're, um, you're going to manually fly the airplane. But the airplane is perfectly capable of, of, you know, from takeoff to landing, doing everything all by itself. You'd have to be there to manage it and input the systems and make any changes in the, in the program, so, so to speak. Um, but it does everything course, all by itself. Of course, Andy was yeah. there in case the battery died. <laughs> I was. You know, I, I used to think, we used to joke about this, that the cockpit of the future is going to be a glass panel. The pilots are going to have to stand behind the glass panel that will keep them out of the seats up front. But you'll have one of these red, these fire, uh, a case of emergency break here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> a little hammer hit sitting next to the glass. The pilot yeah. supposed did, to smash did it. You ever, uh, I'm sorry. Did crash. Right? <laughs> Did you ever have to have make an emergency break on um, the runway? Uh, no. Uh, I've got okay. – uh, I've had to go around a couple of times, not because uh, – re- one time I went around because there's another right. airplane on, on the runway that didn't clear in time. So we were about to land, and they say, oh, got to go around, and bam, you know, power, and, and off you go. Um, but I, I have um, – you know, you know, I got out of my career when, when I was just blossoming. Really, I got out at about forty five hundred hours, which is pretty. You know, I spent a little bit of time. You know, but a lot of my friends that we've even had on the show have you know twenty five thousand hours of flight time. You know, um, but I've got in, in my forty five hundred hours thereabouts. I I don't have anything that would out of the ordinary. I've had weather issues. You know, extreme weather issues. You know, I mean, just incredible weather issues where I'm thinking, God, can I do this? Yeah, I can. I can do this. Um, I've you have to control, uh, uh, give me a radar vector or a turn that put me right on the tail of a small propeller plane. And that's when you feel your heart jump out of your chest. You turn and suddenly here's this little Piper Cherokee in front of you and you're doing 200 and some knots and he's doing whatever. And you're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. I was, I was, I was, I did take one trip where they, they did make an emergency landing and the guy did, uh, it was from uh, Puerto Vallarta up to uh, San Francisco, and it was in the 727 uh, oh, yeah. back in 1979. And uh, I, w- I had just gotten my pilot's license, so unfortunately I knew too much because this airplane was not acting normally. Hmm. Noises coming from the belly and all these uh, attitude and altitude and, and direction changes that were didn't seem normal. And sure enough, they, he, he landed in Mexicali and he put on full afterburner, you know, full wow. reverse thrust. Thrust reversal, yeah. Wow. And, yeah. And he got that puppy stopped in 2,000 feet, Andy. Mm. Mm. Wow. seven man. Yeah. Wow. And they're, they're more, that meant that that our dinner was, we, which we put under the seat before the landing. Mm. Our dinner was like two seats ahead. Oh <laughs> my goodness! We had to eat. You know. Gosh. But yeah, Gosh. well, I found out later that what had happened is two of the three hydraulic systems had failed. Mm. Whoa! Oh wow! 
So they were flying on the last hydraulic system, and of course, all the control surfaces uh, run on hydraulic. So yeah. if that third one had failed, we wouldn't be talking. <laughs> I, I was—I uh, I didn't you know—I was flying, and some of the passengers had a little issue with this because I always wore a parachute when I flew, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you had the goggles and everything, yeah, and the leather helmet. Andy says, well, "Okay, the scarf. Hey, Andy, you the captain. You supposed to stay, stay, go down with the plane, right?" I'm the first one out. You kidding me? Anyway, uh, <laughs> stay. You got some planning to do. Yeah. Well, that that, yeah. that time in Mexicali, I mean, the way it ended up. First, we sat on the runway for about a half hour in the sweltering heat. And then they sent a bus out. Wow! And they took us to the to the air conditioned terminal, and we were sitting around, sitting around. And there were two other pilots there, and we were talking about finding a place to rent an airplane so we could get home. But wow. then this, this this plumber's truck came from town. This is Mexicali, Mexico. This truck, the pickup truck with like the the pipes, you know, with pipes on the on the on the top held yeah. down with straps, and came out from town. And the plumber went into the airplane, into the back, and was fooling around. And then for a while, and then at, by about four by about four hours, the guy came out and he started wiping the hydraulic fluid off the tail. And they heard of this back out to the airplane, and we flew the rest of the way to San Francisco. Needless to say, I was a little worried. Yes. <laughs> the guy, the plumber from, from the Mexicali, fixed the airplane. Okay. <laughs> God, I'll tell you. Well, one time it happened to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing, one yeah. thing, one thing that happened to me though. I took my daughter on a little trip in a Cessna 150, 152, mm. and mm-hmm. uh, and we uh, we were at uh, anyway. We stayed the night at this place and saw Young Frankenstein. That was fun. Then back Aww. to the airplane, and I'm getting ready to take off. My daughter's in the second seat, and I crank on the throttle, and I hear bang, 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 bang on the side of the airplane. Oh, my goodness. I'm thinking Twilight Zone right now. Way up. Then it went down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, this was was still on the runway. So I cut the the throttle and I taxied back. And I got out of the airplane, turned it off, got out of the airplane, went around. And the tail of my daughter's seatbelt was outside. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> That's what was making the bang bang. <laughs> wow! Oh. But yeah, heart goes into throat. That, that's oh, yeah. one of those. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, listen, we're down for a weaning seconds here, um, which means that I guess we uh, we have to go. We don't want to. That go means they can do anything they want. Almost, but mm. we, we we found that it's if the we, whining if we, seconds. Why? Yeah, if we do, they cut us off. You know, we, we we've been cut off, so we oh. try to you know, we try yeah. to be professional and um, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, we we yeah. we, we try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah I'll tell you what it is though. I got 
a little bit lucky to get three. A lot of presidents have had none. They've never had. They stay on for a long time. They're young when well, they go off. They're talking? old when they come mm-hmm. off. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that sometimes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, we get one. We get one hour. You know, we're glad to have it. Anyway, um, folks, thanks for joining in. 515-605-9888, Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Whatever, no, Eastern Daylight Time. Excuse me, whatever time that might be in your corner of the world. This is the Andy Demanda Program. Let us know what you think of the show. Send your comments. Questions, suggestions, anything you like to Andy Demand Your Show at gmail.com. And we're also on all the usual social media. Just come in Google or search for us, whatever, and, and put your comments and add your two cents. And we'd love to have you on board here anytime. It's your show. We do it for you. We have a lot of fun doing it. And we're over, uh, what do we say we are? We're up two years and what, 400 and, 408 shows or so, somewhere around there now. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody. Get us out of here. We'll see. We'll see everybody on. <laughs> Day. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. on on behalf of Andy Kim. Three a.m. in London. Myself. Yeah, yeah. And my what, time is, what time? What time is it in London? What time is it there? In, oh, two? three a.m. Three. Three a.m. Yeah, wow. Three a.m. We, we yeah. have people, go, go back to bed. You know what I'm saying? Right now. You yeah. have to get yeah. early in the morning. Get to bed. Yeah. Right now. You know. But we do appreciate you listening. <laughs> say, yeah, we this do. This is a big crowd. I think yeah. it's 10 a.m. tomorrow in Beijing. Oh. Well, I wonder if it's going to be a pretty sunrise. Hmm. Uh, Might be. Sunrise. Call somebody in Beijing. Sunrise, mm. sunset. Mm. I don't know. I love the sunrise and the sunset. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, my God. So let's uh, let's get out of here, man, before they do kick us off. And uh, we'll see everybody on Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you so, can, you yeah. can do your honors now, I think. Oh, okay. It's going to be a short one. So <laughs> on behalf of uh, Ali Kimball, myself, Amanda Love, Cornell Butler, and Jack Gardner, we, we wish you a wonderful uh, week. And come join us on Wednesday for another show because we want to see you there. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I and I want to. Uh, I've got a song all queued up here to play for exit music today. No, 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 no. I'm getting it. Give me uh, a second. Yep. That ain't it. That ain't it. Oh, here it is. I got it. All right, folks. That's it. Here we go. Uh, we're ready. We'll see everybody Wednesday. Here's our exit music for the day. This is for you. Man. Adios. Hello. Porque no tiene, porque le falta
la cucaracha, la cucaracha ya no puede caminar porque no tiene, porque le falta marihuana que fumar. La cucaracha, la cucaracha, ya no puede caminar, porque no tiene, porque le falta, marihuana que fumar. La cucaracha, la cucaracha, ya no puede caminar, porque no tiene, porque le falta, marihuana que fumar. Mm. Yeah. <risa> oh, yeah. Marihuana que fumar. Miss Stewart and old Madam Hen. 
Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, but um, no, here we go. Uh, yeah, okay, we got it. All right, folks, this should do it. If, if this don't do it, I can't help you. All right, folks, this is it. We really are leaving this time with this tune, Andy Demander Show, Blog Talk Radio. We'll see you. Take care. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do Ooh. my thing. Yeah. I want to get into yeah. it, man, you know. Like a, like a second yeah. machine, man. Yeah. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. Like a second machine. Get on up. Get on up. 
we used to perform together. Yeah.